Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Greetings and salutations, my Sneaker History family. Hope everybody's having a great day. Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. Just a two-man show today with Mike and myself. How you doing, my man? How's it going? Oh, man, I'm doing good over here. You know, just binge-watching DBZ on a Crunchyroll, so living life. Are you doing the Dragon Ball Z Kai or is it uh, the OG? Is it I think a lot it's, of stairs? OG. I don't. I can't remember what. Whatever one saw like the blood and you know. Was okay. It, um, the violent good stuff. Still a lot of staring, but <laughs> a lot of uh, you don't go into the next dimension in that version of Dragon Ball. Uh, <laughs> I love that you say that though. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit anime inspired. It's mostly, actually, completely going to be an Air Jordan episode. A lot of, a lot of fun news from the brand. Um, let's go ahead and show us what you've been wearing, and then I'll show what I've been wearing. It's kind of funny. So, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. I mean, we're talking about Jordans. I got to go leave the house in a minute anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be rocking the 13, the uh, the red flinch, which is one of my favorite Jordans, GRs, whatever, you, how you want to look at it. But love this shoe, and um, yeah, this, this is my, what I'm wearing today. The Almost Kids? Uh, um, Almost, just, just close. <laughs> Almost kids, but definitely twins, because uh, I definitely wear these 13s, the red flints, regularly, um, as regularly as you can when you have a lot of pairs. Yeah. But uh, luckily, the light's doing a really good favor. There's some dirt right here you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at um, my, oh, there's, there's stains everywhere in this, but thanks, sunlight. <laughs> you just got to wear them. The cat's eye never gets old, in my opinion. That's just such... A great, such a great detail. Uh, obviously, based around um, the flint, where it's normally that nice cowboy royal blue here. Um, those those loser boy, thir- loser hey, boy thirteens. Cowboy in the swing, so this that's deal. The meme thirteens, but um, <laughs> when it comes to copping, it's kind of funny we bring up the the cowboy meme thirteens because these are like the cowboy alternate meme thirteens. These bad boys here come out this Friday, uh, 429 at all major retailers. We have the Jordan 13. Uh, I've been calling them the, the Blavies because they're, you know, they're, they're black and they're navy, right? They're Blavy. Um, same way black and gray is gravy. Uh, <laughs> no, gray and navy is gravy. Um, but these are kind of like an alternate, you know, like the, the, the navy blue cowboy jerseys. It's kind of, kind of fit in that motif. I'm not a Cowboys fan at all. Um, no, no. Just man, that the it's good though, man. I really the like cat's it. Eye never goes out of style. 
Now, is that a is the black a, a, a new buck as well? Or just it just is. A, okay. It is. It, it's. I would say it's built correctly. Um, okay. As 13s go, I like to also have like the new buck here. That's my preferred material to the leather toe box. These are actually based around the OG Air Jordan 13 Low, which came out in 1998, I believe. Um, they've been doing this a lot more and more. Like the 72 and 10 Air yeah. Jordan 11s come out again, but in low top form. Uh, this they've just been playing around with highs and lows, and I love it, man. Uh, Actually, I like the thirteen. Yeah, lows. I like I like thirteen lows, but something about just that color combination I think looks better on a high. I think with that actually the cat eyes to that little metallic Jumpman symbol looks mm-hmm. it, again. The cat eye can do no wrong, basically. I personally just don't like the the squish nature of a thirteen low. This with like no. the fourteen low too, right? Um, those are just two of the few Jordans where I'm like this have to be mid tops. Uh, so again, four twenty nine. All major retailers. Uh, thank you, Jordan Brand, for sending these our way. Uh, more photos and stuff to, you know, more photos and stuff to come soon. But uh, a, a very, very cool GR, which just brings us to GR land, right? Um, what I think is really cool about the next two shoes we're going to be talking about is they're young athletes. And mm-hmm. for the most part, they've consistently worn footwear that's been available. And if they're not available, get them really cheap on resale. So, uh Let's go ahead and talk about uh, let's talk about Zion first. Uh, we have a little Dragon Ball Z connection. Uh, one of the other this, the big three um, historically from Shonen Jump, Dragon Ball Z, and another one is Naruto, which is the main collaborator on the new Zion uh, whole Zion collection. There's so much stuff coming out. Uh, Zion alluded to this all happening last week with a photo of Naruto and his logo, and it got a lot of people, myself included very excited about it um a whole bunch of zion ones we have three pairs of zion ones and some really nice apparel um let's just go i'll i won't talk so much let's just start with uh the first one which the sage of six paths which is like ultimately like the biggest strongest figure in naruto it's like the bloodline of all of like the major family spawn off of this guy he's like the keeper of all He's he's the keeper of the next two shoe inspirations. Um, it's the Sage of Six Path, uh, white black colorway, some dots on it to signify um, the truth seeking orbs that he has on him. But uh, what do you think, Mike? A, a simple white black shoe? Interested? Not interested? Oh, uh, I think of the three. I know kind of early to say it in the conversation, but I think of the three. That's my favorite one. Uh, I, I like this the simple white and black colorway on there. Um, my thing is if they weren't going to go full out like Naruto, like with, you know, different materials and things of that nature, some different representations, I, I like, I like what they did with this one. Um, again, if you, if you watch the cartoon and know the characters, it does a, a pretty solid job of representing, you know, what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. What's, what's funny is when you look at it, if you remember the James Harden volume one, there's a, a white and black colorway of the Harden volume one, yeah. Alonzo Balvor ECLA, I believe. Um, looks very similar. Just the, if you color block a shoe with black and white a certain way, um, it can really take on a lot of different looks. Also, it's so like that's, a that's seven, whatever one had the break in color. I can't remember which one it is, but it looks, it also has a familiarity of one of the Dame shoes. Because they did a black and white color, which is the same kind of blocking, almost uh, sands the the dots. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I see that inspiration. I keep looking to the side to look at the shoe. Um, I definitely see that too. Uh, what I really appreciate about this, and I have a pair of Zions in the back, is that like obviously the Zion logo is on the shoe, but that side panel always kind of looks like a Z, and which yeah. kind of fits into his haircut, which fits into his chain, which fits into you know, it's it's, it's all flowing together very nicely. <laughs> What's up? The marketing, man. It is. It's very smart. And just uh, the reason why this collection is even happening is uh, obviously Zion likes Naruto, but we all kind of became more aware of it when he was at Duke. His mom was asked, hey, what's a fun fact about your son that you wouldn't know? And she, of course, had to say that he's a mama's boy, which I think most of us don't want to admit, but a lot of us are a mama's boy if we have a mama in our life. And the second one was that he loved Naruto. Uh and funny how what four years later, four years removed from playing at Duke, and now we have a an official collab. Um, let me ask you this: What would be your dream franchise if like Mike was given the option? Any anime franchise has to be an anime, though. Yeah, for sure. Man, I am. I'm not gonna say Dragon Ball because they've done it to death a couple of times. I feel like it's just you know what we haven't got a good. Haven't got to get a good one yet. I don't think we're ever going to get a good one. Um, I, I would be a toss up between Gundam Wing, like Endless Waltz Gundam Wing, where we get some more. I know we got the the Dunk Highs, but that was a very, I think, small sample size. But I think we got a good collaboration there. And then something I've been into lately is My My Hero Academia. I would I would take that mm-hmm. one. My Hero was definitely uh, a first or second choice for myself, too. Um, another newer anime is this one called uh, Chainsaw Man uh, mm-hmm. Fights Demons. That's the chainsaw arm. Awesome. It's fun. It, it's cool. Um, I would definitely do a chainsaw arm, personally. That's kind of what, I, what I've been into recently. But, um, you know, this the whole Naruto zeitgeist is so big. The universe of Naruto is so big. They, they really chose to keep this collection close to the chest of the character Naruto, which is personally one of my top three favorite protagonist characters yeah. of all time. The actual like blonde haired, orange suited dude. Love him. Can't get enough of him. Um, so the, the next colorway here we have is his inner demon fox, the QB. Um, two different colorways, both playing into that so there's the um the one that is the beast itself the demon fox which is a, a darker more muted colorway then there's like the this uh, the demon fox mode uh, which is the qb form this many levels to qb but basically naruto's like demon fox form it's like the bright vibrant orange um, both great looks uh, if you had a choice between the two which one do you like more Kurama is the customer, is not the customer, um, is the character's name, is the actual Demon Fox's name, Kurama. Yeah. See, I, and I like, and I, I love the character. I think if I had to go with, if I had to pick one, I think it'd have to be Naruto's form. So the orange and yellow. Uh, I just like the way the colors are, are broken up. And you can really see, we talk about that Z in the shoe. When you look at the, the panel, you can actually see the Z. They may, may very pronounced in that one. And you have those mm-hmm. different orange and kind of citrus hues in there i think it's a, i think that one's better to me in, in my opinion it's really hard to not be drawn to a basketball shoe that has like oranges and yellows mixed together like chris paul had 
a whole bunch. Chris Paul's had so many really well colored, color blocked, color designed footwear in his signature line career. Um, Mellow too. Uh, Zion here is literally no different. Uh, but just you're right. It, it just pops something different, and it looks like on the back heel. Uh, there really isn't a good photo of of the heel of the shoe, but it looks like it's doing something along the lines of Naruto's eye change on the heel. Yeah, uh, it becomes more froggy. Well, if he's using sage, see many Naruto geek factors here. If he's using sage mode, the <laughs> eye goes like bigger and has a line in it. But this just looks like to be the normal Nine Tails mode, so without sage chakra. Um, I like it. I, I would also have to say this colorway um, of the two. The other one is much more muted and kind of gives me like Duck Dynasty vibes. Yeah, it looks like camo. For I, some reason, like. It is. It's like I think it's the, when it's so when he's um, uh, depicted could not speak right there. When he's depicted in the manga, uh, there's a lot of like harsh lines to draw Kurama. Okay. And when Naruto is in like the impure Karama mode, uh, he has like looks a lot more demony. Uh, so it has like these really hard like black like, and orange lines. Okay, that makes sense then. Like I, I understand where it came from on that one. Still gotta go with the orange one, but I understand. Like I can appreciate that one more now because I have to think back. Like okay, that, that makes sense why they chose that. Yeah, like where did this come from? And I like how in all the promo photos, it's like old, you know, analog TVs, and it, it's it's funny because like oh like. That's just kind of like a popular way to show media is on like old screens or like, you know, using old filters. But it's this one's particularly funny because I actually started watching Naruto on like a TV that looked like that in a friend's bedroom that had like the 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 the, the VHS player, you know, built yeah. into the bottom of it. Like, yeah, I remember or that. maybe DVD maybe it was a DVD player. Yeah. Maybe even a combo TV had all three of them in the TV. Nice. But I definitely watched those first couple arcs on a TV like that. So uh, that was a fun little throwback. Now, there's a whole bunch of apparel, too. Sweatshirts, shorts, um, everything adorning Naruto inspiration. What is what's cool to me is more and more brands from a clothing perspective, just really pushing like is pushing the look like these are anime characters. We all like them. We're not going to hide from it because Michael B. Jordan, not not the Michael Jordan, but Michael B. Jordan did a whole coach collection yep. centered around Naruto. And they would just go ahead and put like the hidden, va- um, hidden Valley, hidden leaf Someone's hungry. patch. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I haven't had lunch yet. Uh, the hidden leaf insignia crest mm-hmm. on the back of it. And it's like, that's a coach jacket with just the hidden leaf. And it's like, there's no hiding from that. And I feel like Jordan Brand also was not trying to hide from the inspiration of the apparel and the shoes. And the it's all just is very cool. Naruto suit from the, the cartoon from the anime, dude. I was like, I kind of have to have that. Even if I can't get the shoes, I want that just because that's a built-in conversation piece by itself. It is and also kind of reminds you of like the hoodies and stuff where it's like the Akatsuki you know, like yo, it's a mild cosplay to it. Let's put it that way: mild cosplay to the clothing. Yeah, and it's yeah, cool, definitely. But done in a very well way. I mean, you can. I don't know. I mean, I'm thirty, gonna be thirty three years old this year. I'm, I'm rock the mess out of it if I get my hands on it. Yes, sir. I was just thinking, hmm, I'm a grown, I'm a grown thirty year old, and uh, I'm yes, I'll be wearing a bright orange Naruto inspired. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna fight it. Um, <laughs> So that whole collection, um, it drops in two different phases. So the first one, I believe, is 
I have the information on my phone here. Um, two different drops. I believe it's the 18th and the, um, yeah. So the QB nine tails mode to the bright orange pair, those drop five eleven. Uh, subject to change. Hopefully there aren't changes, but as of this recording, five eleven is release date. And then the uh, Karama and Sage of Six Bath, those both released the following week on five eighteen. So just a few weeks away. Keep your eyes on those. Um, I think they're going to sell out. But if you if you miss out, I think it's going to be one of those shoes that like people just bought to be a butthead and just to make it so no one else can have them. Um, Same. So <laughs> yeah, right. Don't be discouraged if you don't get them right away. I'm very confident you'll be able to get a pair for not much more than retail, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Love yeah. stuff like that. In stores. I feel like these are like where basketball shoes are, are sold. Like although. You know, they don't have a lot of things on the shelves now. They still have performance basketball. So try, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods, which actually has released calendars. Uh, make sure you look at East Bay's. Go to Foot Lockers. I have a really good feeling. You know, I have no, there's no inside information. It's all speculation. I have a really good feeling if you walk inside of one of those stores on release day, there's not going to be a line for these. So get out mm-hmm. there a little bit if you can, if you have the ability to, and and check the shelves because that's what I'm going to do. If I, if I walk in and see it, I'll grab a pair. I'm not going to sh- stress too much on the uh, – the online presence if it's not there. Yeah. hundred percent agrees. Keep your eyes open. Now this next shoe was actually debuted before the Naruto Zion collection, but I really just wanted to spend a couple minutes on it. I think it's one of the, I could wax poetic about Jordan performance stuff. Um, I think it's just slept on because if it doesn't have a, a, a retro number or a number a lot of people just aren't interested nope. but shoes like this and the zion i think are going to make people look so we have the luca one very smartly named mm-hmm. um this luca one we know he's a one name basis type of player nobody ever says luca Doncic. no it says luca you know who he is um same way magic right i mean i'm not saying he's on magic's level but kobe and you know lebron and- it's like right it's one name or you know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we have the Luca one um, debuting the Isoplate in Formula Twenty Three Tech. Mm-hmm. I will hold on to that, but just short story. It mixes up the best parts of the Jordan Twenty Eight and Thirty Four all into one, and then the Formula Twenty Three foam is a sustainable foam, proprietary to Nike, lightweight, bouncy. Um, you know everything you want foam to be around a basketball air unit right uh, it's something helps you go boom 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 really quick like a zoom unit you want something around that that facilitates that bouncy motion but is not too stiff and not so soft that you can hurt yourself so that's a mouthful but we have a great looking luca one that's a that's a tech perspective mike what do you think about the shoe just i, I like it from everything else i i like it i like that we're getting some new technology and something that I'm guessing it probably going to be, I don't want to say a budget model because in my mind, I say budget because it's not $200, but I thought like this would be a nice realm of 130 to 150, probably higher for different colorways. But I, I like what they've done here. Something different. They really kind of ventured out of the box. Um, I like that it is the low top. It seems to be a low top from the pictures at least. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm very curious on this one. I'm pretty excited to see what's happening because I'm glad that Jordan brand is getting back into making the signature shoes because we get some more different things. I feel like we need to do episode one day when, when more of these start to come out to start comparing between the old guard of like Chris Paul, Mello, those guys, and looking at 
the new guard coming in because I'm sure that, especially after this playoff run, Jason Tatum is not going to be far away with this year. Um, and mm-hmm. I really see what, what they're going to do because I, so far I, I wasn't, I haven't had it in a hand though. So I wasn't super impressed with the Zion model as a whole. I feel like that for such a premier athlete, well, who should be a premier athlete, who should be on the court more, you would think there'd be more to it, but I hadn't played in it. So I can't speak too bad on it. But I like that they actually took a look at the next step with Luca. It looks like it's almost like a like a knit upper. Uh, look like again new technology with the with the with the twenty three foam. Uh, so I'm excited. I want to see what we're going to get here. I'm always excited about a new new performance model. So, do you see any other Jordan model in like uh, in, in terms of like inspiration? Do you I see anything? Thirteen a, a ton in that shoe. Which one? Uh, the 15. The uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see a ton of 15 in this shoe. Um, I see probably a smidged, maybe some 6, 7. But I, I see that too. Yeah, those are the three I really kind of see when I look at it. Okay. Is it, the reason why I ask is because the – the first reaction from a lot of people were 19 low and, um, and, and, and I really didn't, that's why I was curious about what your take on it would see. Um, I don't love the 19 low take on it. Um, from a perspective, you know, the wavy lines across the forefoot and the upper that just looks, it kind of looks like the 19 lows. It had like, yeah, I didn't, the 19 low though was stitching. It makes sense. I can Mm -hmm. do that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but like, why well, I don't like that though, because that was stitching, and this here looks like a you know a woven upper with you know a you know a rubberized fusing holding it all down around the seams, and that's just like so far beyond this like stitching something. Yeah. Um. So like, I personally didn't, didn't like that, but the I also see Jordan, and it could just be his. It definitely is from his PE, but the Jordan thirty five he had, I believe. Rowett has the low top, the the Luca PE of that shoe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the cosmic look. The tongue kind of has that like same yep. cosmic-y vibe. And, and I really dig that because I think that could be like Luca's motif. Like LeBron has a lion. You can put lions all over crap. He's <laughs> proven it for 20 years now. You can put a lion on anything. But like, I really like this, the subtle cosmic galaxy look mm-hmm. with that Luca logo. It's just like, the the uh, I don't know. It is gives me something futuristic and out of this world. I just like it. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, I wish I had a a better answer as to why. But the promo photos of him, you know, getting jumpers off, wearing it, and seeing it on court, um, it's just well, it, good ass looking shoe. Like, I, I just it looks like a like. Yeah, I know we talk about this when it comes to like lines and things. Then sometimes we don't like we never really gravitated toward again like the big man shoe because it didn't look fast. This shoe mm-hmm. looks fast. The lines, the waves, the uh, aggressive kind of pieces on the midsole, uh, the galaxy print. You can you put a galaxy print on anything, people are going to start drooling. And this does it all, and it could possibly, again, breathe new life in a Jordan signature uh, pool of athletes that's been pretty stagnant. I mean, Chris Paul still just shoot, but they don't even produce it for the public anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I they, they definitely do not. I hope they, they this can be something to you re-energize that because this also gives me vibes saying Chris Paul shoe. That kind of gives me vibe of Chris Paul shoe, kind of that 
low top, aggressive looking sneaker um, that was typically more more foam than air. I think a lot of times. So I think that mm-hmm. can could be a I guess an evolution of what Chris Paul was playing in at the time. What we're what we're used to him playing in. Yeah, um, I could see some of that. I just above all see a shoe that's going to be a great performer on the court, but for guys like you and me who maybe just want to wear a basketball shoe, it looks like you can keep these mildly laced and they're going to slip on easily. You're not going to have like, it looks very slip onable. Like <laughs> keep it by the door, slow, you know, throw it on and go do your thing. It looks also very gym ready. Like some basketball shoes, it's just like, oh, you know, the high tops awkward. You know, you're doing not basketball things. You're just in the gym working out. Yeah. Not all basketball shoes are created equal in that sense. Yeah. These look like something reminiscent of like a Jordan trainer a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, now that you said like Jordan six, Jordan seven, like the, the infrared in this first promo pair, the infrared jump man, I right at the base of the laces are giving me Jordan six mm-hmm. um, vibes. And I, I like it, man. I, I just can't stress enough. It's just like something different. I did not think they were going to debut a Lucas signature shoe over the playoffs. We've talked about it through multiple episodes that he would likely be up next to bat. You brought up a great point of Jason Tatum. I'm very curious to see where that goes, but uh, I would say this from first impression, they got a winner with this Luca one. Yeah, no, most definitely. Most definitely. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I don't, there's no release date yet. Do you know of anything? There is not a release date yet. More to come though. Yeah. Good deal. Right. We will keep everybody. Okay. Up to date. If something drops tomorrow, we'll post it on Sneaker History, et cetera, et cetera. But um, if you had to choose right now between, let's, let's just say, Luca's first signature shoe and any other Jordan signature shoe not named Michael, the first one, would you, would you take the field or these? You, you, don't, you don't have to have a favorite one of uh, in particular, but see, any of the other ones or this bias. one? I hate the recency bias because I'm like, man, this is a... A good shoe, but I think just knowing what is it just the first one, right? I can only have the first shoe. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you know the first signature model of Chris Paul, Mello. Yeah, I think I'm about to take these. Westbrook. I think I'm gonna take these. Okay. Yeah, hard decision, but I think overall, I, I just for the way I like shoes and the way, like you said, on and off court, these look like it provides the both the best of both words worlds for you. Yep. I mean, I'm just thinking quickly. Eddie Jones has now been so long that she was not aged as well as life would have liked it to. Chris Paul won clunky. Westbrook won very clunky. Mellow won. The Mellow one is, I, I think, the I guess the the 1.5. Let's put it that way. Yeah. The 1.5 is a contender. But that shoe is a mid-top, comparatively a little dated to today's you know style and what people are looking for in a basketball shoe and maybe... You know, casual shoe too. So I would say the Mellow 1.5 um, or this. And I think maybe it's recency bias too, but like I see this Luca one and I see something that's just like approachable. Yeah. Right. Very much so. And I, that could be a thing. Uh, let's leave on this thought. Luca isn't the most buff, fast, physical. I mean, he's tall as hell, but he's not like the most like physical, imposing dude. And I feel like these shoes aren't a very imposing basketball shoe. You look at it and say like, yeah, like I'd wear that or like that would work for me. I don't need I'm not built like the right? I'm not a high flyer yeah. like Russell Westbrook, you know, um, 
looks like an every man good basketball shoe. Yeah. In, in the best way. I think so I think it's kind of built. If you look at, if you take three shoes and put them in line and kind of where, like, you kind of stand, I think the Zion all the way up to the Jordan 36, I think this one fits right in the middle of those two shoes. Mm-hmm. That's a, maybe that's not an accident. Let's just leave it on that. <laughs> uh, lots, lots and lots of good stuff from Jordan brand. We'll keep everybody up to date with everything Jordan coming out. Um, but we had that, yeah, the new Zion ones, the Luca one, and the Jordan 13 coming out this Saturday. I mean, pardon me, this Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that said, Mike, where can they catch you on this sh- after the shorter episode? Yeah, catch me always here on Sneaker History. Catch me on Instagram and Twitter. Probably not so much Twitter uh, at MadWatcher789. And then, of course, you can always find me on YouTube at Mike Gillard. What about you, Robbie? Perfect. And make sure you check out Mike's new Jade Horizon video he just did on his YouTube channel, the Jordan 5. Mm-hmm. Go go check that out. Like and subscribe. You can find me at Sneaker History and at R-A-H-B-E-E 702. Thanks so much for tuning in, listeners. Leave a like. Leave a review. Subscribe. Do all the damn stuff. <laughs> But we appreciate you and have a good rest of your day. Take it easy. See everybody. Hey, everyone. This is Nick again. Before you take off, do us a solid and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Give us a rating on Spotify or Amazon Music. And make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel because we have even more content coming for you in 2022. Speaking of new content, we have an amazing community of sneaker enthusiasts that hang out in the Sneaker History Discord on a daily basis. While sneakers is the connection point that brought us all together, we've all discovered countless shared passions we have in common with other people within the community. We recently launched the first of a handful of new podcasts that will be coming directly from our sneaker history community. We'll get into the details for those in a future episode, but I'm excited to share that the Exhaust Notes podcast is now live. This is a show about the world of cars, racing, and other automotive-related topics. If you're a fan of Formula One, Formula Drift, cars and coffee, or you're just a weirdo like me that enjoys the smell of gasoline, I think you'll enjoy this one. If you do, add Exhaust Notes to your subscribe list so you'll be updated when we drop future episodes. As always, thank you for supporting Sneaker History, and don't forget to tell someone you like their kicks today. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.